Yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. So free yourself for safe space for your concerns. We got things to learn, habits to unlearn. Always deconstructing and reconstructing. Can you see the beauty that's in destruction? If there's an end, the new beginning's coming. Nothing yeah. comes easy, does yeah. it? You gotta really want yeah. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. Hello, and welcome to Unhinged While Anchored. I am your host, Goddess. And tonight we are going to be discussing red pill, blue pill. Is there a purple option as we discuss health and wealth and community and all that fun stuff? <laughs> tonight, I am super excited to share the stage with one of my good friends, Mr. Ra Asas. <laughs> from, from all on the table. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Raw? I'm chilling. You know me. I don't complain about nothing. Right. That is true. You'll talk a lot of crap, but you won't complain about it. It's a fact. <laughs> this is a fact. A lot of people don't notice that about me, but it's a fact. That is true. So all on the table is basically a smorgasbord of just whatever is on the mind of raw. You do a whole different slew of topics, um, you know, from sports to dating, all of it. What led you to becoming a podcaster? Uh, initially, it just started out as me wanting to talk shit with my homies. And my circle at that time, we all was to a point where we don't really go out like that. So for us, we hanging out on a Saturday night, we drinking, we talking shit, we acting a monkey, and you never know where the conversation going to go. So it just kept going from there. And then folks kept saying, oh, man, I want to come talk shit with y'all. Oh, I want to come chop it up with y'all. So that led to me doing panels, inviting people on to talk shit. Like everybody got an opinion. I want to hear your opinion. Just because I think Tailspin was a great cartoon on me, you think it was. So let's figure out, you know what I mean, why we both don't agree on it. And at the well, end, we can agree to disagree. Well, Tailspin was a great cartoon, so no arguments over right. here. <laughs> <laughs> Roger that. You know, um, my introduction to you was just pretty much thrown into the ocean um, because you were in the comments of a show that I was on and you were like, oh, wait, let me bring you over to here. And let's, let, let's uh -huh. talk on Twitter them. You're presenting as this good girl, but I'm sensing some naughty. Why don't we go talk? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because everybody else was listening and then they hear your voice and they like, ah, and I'm like, nah. She called herself goddess to a demon for a reason. Fuck is you talking about? Absolutely. <laughs> I see it. It's, it's been a progression. I, I definitely have been on a season of growth. Um, but, you know, I think as we've come through this whole process, I've sat in a lot of Instagram rooms. And those voices, they're repetitive. However, 
repetition really does start to land after a point. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are the red pill men. The red pills are the ones who are very anti-American woman. Um, they want traditionalism. They speak, they want traditionalism. However, a lot of them are speaking more towards captivism. However, <laughs> that's not what this is. What do you feel is really leading this drive towards men? Not all. However, a vast majority are now starting to really decry the American woman. Uh, I think people... People forget that social media is not reality. So what they see, what they see. All right. You got a lot of podcasts out now. A lot of these podcasts are talking about, you know, this and dating, that and dating. Uh, uh, women should be like this or men should be like that. And people forget that just because it works for you, don't, works for them, don't mean it works for you. So you're looking for this traditional woman but you don't want to do the traditional shit or the women looking for this traditional man but you don't want to do traditional shit i don't want none of that traditional shit myself my wife i'll tell you i don't believe in that whole uh stay at home mom bullshit that's not an option for me why because i'm not coming home every friday and saying here babe here is my check that i worked for for the last x amount of days I'm not doing that. My wife's suspended. So it's just not fucking happening. I already know it ain't going to work. Then, <laughs> I don't think a lot of women understand being a, a stay-at-home mom means that's all you are. Right. That don't mean I'm a podcaster, I'm a gamer, I'm a shopper, I'm a influencer, I'm a go out to the clubs, like Stay at home means stay at home. Like, that's just it. Men think they want that until they got somebody that's always in the house. As soon as you walk in the door, she nagging your motherfucking air off. Like, I'm good. I don't understand it. I think people got to get on social media to under and look at life and look at what's around them. And they'll understand, like, what you see on social media is not the truth. That is true. Now, I will give them some kind of credit because some of what they said did land with me. You know, I have found myself stepping back into a more modest existence where I don't want to be known for my body. You know, I want I want to have intelligent conversations that don't always involve what your bra size, you know, and as I'm making that transition, it's going to be difficult because now I'm not entertaining the same audience as I was before. This and so for me, I, I am walking as if I'm already married. Like I seriously wear a ring because oh, I wow. want to ensure you, that you do realize that's going to make dudes try to holler at you more though, right? <laughs> they can try. However, it's going to take an, a significant, important uh, energy in order to capture my attention. Right now, though, I'm not, that's not the goal. It's just, I want to walk as if I'm married so I can start attracting that kind of energy. And that mm -hmm. means 
not allowing myself to be in certain situations where he might have to defend me. That doesn't mean that I'm going to turn tail and run every time I'm involved with the conflict. It just means that once they cross the line to disrespect, I need to remove myself because I need to be the adult in that, you know, conversation. And so it's going to make me look a little weak. However, eventually it'll take on that. I don't have to entertain that kind of conversation. I'm a woman and you're going to treat me as such. I think some people forget that what you lead with is what people see. So if all you lead with is your body, you can't expect men to see you as more than that. Just like dudes, if you lead with your wallet, you can't expect chicks to see you as more than just that. A lot of people forget that part. They do. There is you over-sexualize no everything. I think you're a sexual being. I just want to fuck. I don't know that you're intelligent. I just know that, oh, you just freaky as shit. Let me find out. Right. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's a tricky space because um, it's not common. You know, so if somebody were to approach me, I believe in courting. I So there's going to be this amount of time that you're not going to be able to sleep with me because I am not just random sleeping around. You know, I want to be with intention. So that means I need to be a lot more selective. (laughs) You know, that's just, that's just the math that's going to math it. You can't dress scandalous. You got to remember we're in the age of sexual liberation is what they want to call it. So if you fucking 90 dudes this this week, nobody should be upset about that. But what the fuck makes you believe that a dude is going to be excited knowing that you fuck 90 dudes this week and be happy with that? Like, that's when it comes to you got to be realistic. God damn it. What's wrong? Something wrong with some of these folks. I and I can understand that. Right. They're trying to take away the stigma, you know, and it's not. It's not necessarily working the way that they intended it to work. No, not However, I get it, you know, but I just, that's disgraceful for me. The idea you of could, being with more than one person is just tasteless. And not to discredit those who are in polyamorous relationships or anything like that. I really, truly am only speaking for my own personal self in that I would not want to share myself with multiple people. For you me, can take away the stigma without fucking a bunch of people. And I don't think that's what people understand. For real, for real, does anybody really care about the stigma anymore? We're so desensitized to everything now. You know, exactly. it, it's own up to it, you know, accept who you are. And then we don't, we actually don't allow that either because we judge people by a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you come into a live and I just happen to be upset. Oh, I'm just this masculine woman who is combative. And no, I was just upset. You know, I'm allowed to be upset. And just because you saw me being upset doesn't classify me as an emotional woman. It just means I was pissed the fuck off. That's a you fact. know, <laughs> and That's a fact. it's ridiculous how comfortable people have become on labeling, you know, Oh, she needs therapy. What? Because you don't agree with my concept? 
<laughs> okay, that that makes a lot of sense. And <laughs> I love the fact that Raul changes his background often. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're missing out. Right. Uh, we don't really get to talk about the blue pill group often. So many don't even really understand what they are, right? And they are the more progressive men. They are a little bit more understanding of women. They are more inclined to pamper a woman in lieu of talk down on her. Um, I still feel like this is not the best side of the bunch either because I don't believe we should coddle women. I think that we've gotten to a space that it's automatically dedicated that since I have estrogen, you are supposed to protect me. And that's just a falsity. If I'm presenting myself in a manner in which I've become threatening, I need to own the consequence. Any man that's in that vicinity should not feel obligated to come defend me. And that's I know that's not a popular mindset. I just no, feel that. <laughs> that we need to start having more accountability. And whether it's a red or a blue pill, I think that it's an excuse. What do you yeah. think? I, I'm I'm with you. I think we had a, a place where, like, all right, take the, the 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 Me Too movement. You see how out of nowhere it was like billions of women across the play across the planet. Whoa, I got touched. I got touched. I got touched. And I'm not saying that that didn't happen. I wasn't there. I don't know. But right. at the same time, you can't go as far as saying like, all right, we was both walking down the hallway and, and he bumped into me. So I felt like he touched me inappropriately. Motherfucker, I just bumped into you by accident. I didn't purposely rub your ass or nothing like that. Like, then you got some that'll say like, oh, well, it's sexual harassment if I don't think he's cute. Nah, we can't. So now dudes is getting in trouble for shit that they can't even control. I can't control that I'm an ugly nigga. How the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 weird because it's like you got to protect women, but how far do you go to protect women by destroying men in the same process? Absolutely. Or is there even a is there even a need to destroy men to protect women? How does that how does how does that actually work? Like that shit confuses me on a daily basis. It's to the point like with me, and I know a lot of people be looking at me crazy. So in certain spaces, depending on the conversation, I'm walking away. I don't want to have a conversation. Uh, if you're wearing certain shit, I won't look in your direction. I don't compliment nobody. Too much nobody. I would rather talk shit about you than compliment you, because that something small as a compliment can turn into me going to jail or me losing my job or me now having to fight your brother because I gave you a compliment and you didn't think I was attractive, so I shouldn't. I shouldn't have given you a compliment, if you will. Absolutely. And I and I, that definitely adds to the conversation because we have become so comfortable, again, making things up. You know, you've upset me, so I'm going to go to dramatic extremes to ruin your life. Mm -hmm. And there's no consideration for the consequences of the other person. 
we have seen more of an uptick where accountability is starting to be held in the legal spectrum. Still, it doesn't take away from the fact that there are people willing to go into a grown man's conversation and say, you're a groomer. You're, you're willing to put this man's reputation on the line because you don't like his rhetoric. Yeah. What is wrong with us? Are you asking me what's wrong with y'all? I, I mean, <laughs> just, <laughs> you sure that's the type of question you want to ask me? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's just, it's just, I'm going to be honest with you. I just think it's a female trait. It's just, it's natural for a lot of women. I'm not going to say all, but it's natural for a lot of women to feel like it's okay to degrade or diminish a person, a man, for what they have or haven't done just because ain't nothing going to happen to me if it don't. Like me personally, I feel like, and and I've been saying this for years and everybody looked at me crazy. If, if a woman takes a man up on charges and it comes out to find out that this shit is false, she should do the same time that he was about to do. Because a lot of times, a lot of this shit get made up. Now you could say you could say, let's say, let's say you you let's take Cosby for instance. Cosby went to jail for shit that he supposedly did 20, 30 years ago. How can you actually prove any of that shit? Right. Like you you can't prove none of it. So now it's just all hearsay. So now if if I was if I was a woman and I was in Cosby's space 20 years ago. It's easy for me to be like, oh, well, they can't prove it. Cool. He he did something to me. He drugged me, too. Them drugs ain't in my system no more. Uh, he fucked me 20 years ago, and I didn't want him to. How can we you all, prove that? We, we've started to vilify everyone. You yeah. know, it, we go into the catacombs of their whole entire life, and we're like, when you were eight years old, you took your neighbor's paper. You are a selfish human being and we are going to cancel you because you should have known better at eight years old not to do that. I just, even, even from a year ago, you can't hold me necessarily accountable. Am I responsible for what I did? Yes. However, if you don't give me the opportunity to show you the growth that I've made, the problem then there lies with you. And then again, I need to separate myself. I no longer want to associate with people who feel it's okay to point out blaming everybody else, not recognizing that they themselves are the catalyst to their own chaos. And that right there is why a lot of people don't fuck with me. Because <laughs> I don't mind telling you, yo, you was out of pocket for X, Y, Z. Man, you supposed to have my shot. Nah, I ain't supposed to have shit. You was out of pocket. So this is what I'm you wrong. Like, I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. So I've lost friends, male and female, just from that alone, because I don't I don't believe in that. Like, it's a lot of times that people would do nutty ass shit to me. And I just be like, you know what? It is what it is. You got it. I'm just not fucking with you no more. It is what it is. That don't mean I'm going to go around telling everybody, oh, my goodness, this person is a piece of shit. Don't fuck with this person. Nah, like, I'm just not fucking with you. Now, when people come ask me, because I'm not going to tell goddess, 
don't fuck with X, Y, Z. But when guys come say, hey, man, I realize you don't fuck with so-and-so no more. Nah, they did X, Y, Z, so I don't really bang with them no more. Like, it is what it is. I ain't That ain't me trying to bash them. You ask me. And typically, Absolutely. it ain't like you're going to ask me today because you don't know that I stopped fucking with them today. You It'd probably be three, four, five months down the line. You realize, damn, like I'm I'm used to seeing you and this person chop it up all the time. And now you just don't talk to that person. Like, what the fuck's up with that? Because you you see how I am. I'm, I'm a, I talk a lot of shit, but I'm friendly as fuck. I'm nice as shit. I'm super supportive. So if I'm not doing that type of shit no more, that means you fucked me over. I didn't, you know what I mean? Typically how right. it go. And I probably didn't gave you four, three, four, five, ten chances until I finally was like, you know what? All right, it is what the fuck it is. But I don't feel the need to be like, oh, God, it's, don't fuck with all these people right here because they did X, Y, Z to me. Because I don't right. mean they're going to do that to you. Right. Me and you two different people. Just because they fucked me over don't mean they'll ever try that with you or whatever want to. Right. So I'm not going to turn him into a villain just for the hell of it. Also, I don't need a villain in my story. I'm a villain and a hero of my own story. I, so I don't need. <laughs> I don't need another villain in my fucking story. Like, that's, I think that's another thing too. People need a villain. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm in. I'm into comics. So, DC. It was a DC comic. Um, it was called uh, "The Dark Knight Returns," and this is when Batman was old as shit. He retired, all of that. And a bunch of shit was happening to where he felt like he needed to come out of retirement. When Batman retired, the Joker retired. The Joker felt like I, if, if Batman's not there, I'm only doing the shit I'm doing for Batman's attention. If Batman's no longer a crime fighter, what the fuck? Is, what do I get out of being the Joker? I, get, I gain nothing from it. So he stopped being the Joker. Went into an insane asylum, became like a decent person in the insane asylum, and he was in there chilling. He didn't even want to break out, didn't want to get out, none of that. He watched the news one day and saw that the Dark Knight returned. He saw that Batman was back to being Batman. So guess what he did? Broke the fuck out and became the Joker again. Because he needed that. I don't fucking need that. I can I don't understand need that, though. I can understand that. And I and even just to take it away from the hero villain concept, it's it's that desire to have purpose. Mm -hmm. And so and we often look to other people to find our purpose. I've been guilty of that myself. You know, it's it's really easy to do, especially if you're unsure. And then I've recognized it's not so much that I give them like this particular kind of power. They give me permission to tap into pieces I didn't know I had. And so as I'm going through this, I've found I really like things in the dark, <laughs> you know, and but I, it doesn't change who I am. It just means that I'm finally accepting another piece of me which is where I feel a lot of people, especially in the red pill, blue pill markets don't have because the anger, the, the vitriol reactions they have towards any given subject show that they are unhappy. So what if there was a purple option? Now I know that the purple option sounds far-fetched and fairy tale-ish, 
However, there is strong character traits on both sides. So we can have these traditionally driven men who also are willing to hear and love on their woman. There doesn't have to be an either or situation. And I say that, and I think the reason I used you for this show, not used you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> is you are a true purple pill. As you were saying that, I was thinking about that myself. Because you you do evoke this strong structure personality, right? You, a no holds barred, I have boundaries, don't go past them. Mm -hmm. However, I've seen and I've felt personally the other side. You are truly empathetic. And if mm -hmm. you fuck with somebody or you mess, you know, if you really care for them, you're there. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You're there. Whether it's yep. in the comments of their show or in the seat, you know, you make yourself available, even though you know, you were doing a whole lot of other things like going to school, your own show, the mm -hmm. the show you do with uh, Savagely Humble, being on Opulence Radio, being a big commercial for them as well um, on Facebook. And I remember last time I was like, when do you take time for you? And you said, being with your people is your time. Yeah. <laughs> that's real shit and that's i just shit. i really appreciate that about you and it's just it's very it's very on the nose for me that this is the episode that i chose for you because you are a true purple pill i can agree with that as literally as you were saying in my mind i'm like holy shit i could see where she's going where she's at that is definitely me like i, I don't i don't I don't know. I don't need as much as most people need, especially attention-wise. I'm the most self-motivated person. I'm probably the most self-motivated person on the planet. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for me to push myself while pushing somebody else at the same time. It's not that difficult for me. I don't look for what I give. Like, I can give you a thousand pounds of, of attention, but that don't mean I'm like, ah, oh, all right, when is it my turn? Are you ready to give me some attention there? Like, like I, it, it's crazy how many people don't even realize how much I am not on social media. And it's because everybody else is on social media so much that when they see me in certain spaces, they just assume that I spend the same amount of time on there as well, which I really don't. Anybody look at my social media, it's crazy. I might post three times a week on my own. But yeah. I'll comment on other people's shit when I do get on there. Right. Because I don't very need active. what everybody needs. Yeah, I'm 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 that's the crazy part. I'm really not that active. I'm active at the, the right times. You're an active friend, not an active. Oh, yeah, that friend. oh that that right there, I definitely am. All right, and, I get what you're saying now. <laughs> and not many people do that. And and I'll be honest, I don't. I try to engage, but if it's not in my timeline, I don't go searching for it. And I need to be better about that, you know, because this is a networking piece. And I've met some really decent people. Do I hang around a lot of guys that are 
kind of boy clubbish in their personalities. Smash. Yes. Yes, I do. However, there is another piece to them that a lot of people don't get to see. Mm. And that's what makes this podcast community so unique is we can argue. And then I'll see you at breakfast. You know, (laughs) there's a few people that it's best if we just never sit at the same table, but that's okay because it's never going to cause conflict within the community. You know, Mm -hmm. just because I have a conflict with somebody doesn't mean that you need to carry that same conflict. And I mean, there are people in our group smash who sometimes feel that way. Facts. <laughs> Facts. But we just love them anyway, right? Yeah, Smash is he's smashed. That's about the best way to put yeah. it. <laughs> and as much as we tease him, I absolutely adore him. You know, there there are there are pieces to Smash that are truly genuine. You just don't. If you're not on the level, he's just not going to show you. And so yeah. that's just what it is. <laughs> that's true. I, I think a lot of times people people forget that we still human beings at the end of the day. And yeah, it's nice to get on social media and do all of this shit and show yourself. But are you really showing yourself? And the people that fuck with you the most they can see who you are or who you're not. Because they're they're the ones typically that's going to hit you up outside of these social media spaces so you can see who they are, why you are, how you are, stuff like that. Pretty much everybody I reach out to outside of social media. And I don't need to have every conversation that we have got to be on social media. That's not really for me. I'm. The, it's crazy because if I see it's your birthday, now, mind you, I don't remember birthdays. So anybody watching this, you can be as mad as the fuck you want. I don't remember <laughs> birthdays. It is what the fuck it is. But if I get on Facebook and it says, today is Goddess birthday, I'm not going to say happy birthday on Facebook. I'm going to text you. That's I believe in me. that, too. That's I do believe me. in that, too, because it's a personalization. And yeah. I do feel like we're losing that. Um, there's no consideration for anybody else anymore, if I'm if I'm brutally honest. You know, even as it relates to dating, if I want a good morning text and the guy that I am dating doesn't believe in that, the guy always gets to make the choice. I and had somebody so. say to me, I had somebody say one time, I was I was looking at some of the shit she was posting. And I hit her up. I was like, yo, what the fuck going on? I ain't never seen you, like, posting this type of shit. Like, what the fuck's going on with you? She was like, nah, like, I'm trying to get a certain person's attention. And I'm like, well, text that nigga. Why are you posting crazy shit now just because <laughs> you try to get that nigga attention? Because you're going to get all the wrong attention at this point. She was like, nah, I'm going to end up taking it down. I'm just trying to, like, prove a point. And I'm like, yeah, but you're proving the wrong point at this point. Like. Absolutely. Text that nigga. Yo, why the fuck you ain't hitting me up? Like, hit him up. But asking for his attention by getting other dudes' attention is never the fucking way. Ever. 
and I agree with that. And it and it's a it's a nasty game that women play. And again, holding myself accountable, I used to do that as well. Um, I had somebody call it a bat signal, uh, and once it was called out to me, even though I knew what I was doing, having somebody else call me out on it, I was like, "Yo, that's just not that's ugly behavior. That's a manipulation tactic, and I just don't want to do that anymore." I am the person I appreciate being called out. You know, I don't have to receive it in the moment. However, if it's something that's valid, I'm going to process it on the back end and I'm going to come back and I'm going to change it, you know, because that's how you grow. Mm -hmm. Nobody's willing to listen to other people's perceptions of them. And I was given a very unique opportunity over that last weekend where I had left the stage, but logged into YouTube and I was able to hear conversation about myself. Mm -hmm. And it does, it does sting, you know, it stings when people are misrepresenting you. However, I can see where they came to those conclusions mm -hmm. because I know who I am. However, that doesn't mean that I'm going to come back and I'm just like, you F and B, you were caught. The Why? But you, you see how you see how you was able to hear it, reflect on it and see like, all right, you know what? Maybe I was out of pocket. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I should have did things differently. Everybody's not willing to do that. Some people, when they when you tell them about themselves. You say, hey, this is what I'm seeing you do. Some people, the first thing they do is, ah, man, fuck you. How dare you say that? And it's like, can you see that I'm telling you the truth? If you sit back and look at yourself and see that I'm not just dogging you, I'm telling you what I see. I'm telling you what you're putting out there. Everybody's not able to do that. Some people can't process that because they don't want to hear that shit. They don't want right. to change. They just want to be who they are. They don't give a fuck how you feel about them, but you need to respect them. Absolutely. Motherfuckers <laughs> misinterpret me telling you how I feel versus me disrespecting you. I'm not disrespecting you. I'm just telling you how I feel. I'm telling you what I see. That's not me disrespecting you because I could have not said nothing and just said, fuck you, let's meet up. But I didn't. Right. Instead, I said, hey, listen, man, this is shit that I see. Maybe you could change this. Maybe you could think about this. This is rubbing people the wrong way. This is out of pocket. And then it's up to you to say, you know what? Let me take that in. Let me reflect on it. Let me possibly change or not change. It's up to you if you change or not change as well. Because Just because I say you, I don't think you should be a certain way. Don't mean you got to change just because Raw said it. Because who the right. fuck am I? Right. And for the record, I'm not changing. Um, But... I can't appreciate listening to how I'm received. I've recognized though, as we talked a little bit before we came into the studio tonight, because I am now speaking from a space of, I am not protecting your feelings. I'm gonna start rubbing a lot of people the wrong way because I can only speak for myself. So if we're having a conversation and I say, I can't, buy into that delusion, I'm not saying you're delusional. 
I'm saying that the theory that we're talking about for me holds delusion. And we have to be able to make those separations. We listen from a point of ready for defense. Like, I just know this person's going to say something bad and I'm going to attack them and then I'm going to be right because they're a meanie. And I'm just, just, just listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Why does everything have to be a fight? It doesn't have to be. I, I wish I had an answer or even the appropriate question. But what do we do so we can get to a space where people leave their feelings out of it or recognize when your feelings are involved and remove yourself? Some people, <laughs> from what I see, from what I see, some people feel like they have to have their emotions. Their, let, let me rephrase that. Some people feel like their emotions are more valid than other people's. So they can't re remove their emotions, but they want you to remove yours. That's where the problem that I see, that's where, that's where the problem is. I come into a space, I come into a conversation. I'm not thinking about 99, nine out of 10. All right. I don't take life as serious as most people for one. Some people just got to be super fucking serious all the goddamn time. That's part of the problem. Relax, motherfuckers. Like, it's not that deep all the time. Right. Secondly, learn how to take a fucking joke. A lot of you motherfuckers can't take jokes. But you dish them out. You can't give out what you can't receive. I talk a lot of shit. And everybody around me knows that if you don't talk shit to me ever, I feel like we and you ain't even cool. Like, it is what the fuck it is. Like, that's just me. Because I'm always going to talk shit. I'm going to throw some jokes at you. They might be subtle. They might be strong. And it all depends on how I feel when, I, when the joke comes out. It is right. what it is. But if you can't never joke, I don't trust you. Because I feel like you're scheming all the fucking time. Like, what the fuck is going on with you? What's wrong right. with you? Why are you so deep in your feelings that you can't even fucking laugh? Like, What's up with you? <laughs> People's feelings are too much of their life. Like, that shit is crazy. Relax a little bit. You will enjoy life more if you learn how to just laugh, chill, have a dope conversation, and not say, oh, well, you don't agree with me, so everything you said is bullshit. No, you can't think that way. Hold on. Sorry. Do you know there's a pause button up at the top of the recording? I did not. You can't see it because I'm it's we're in my house, but we can pause our recordings now. Yeah. I don't know. Don't don't be saucy. Don't be saucy. That <laughs> <laughs> Again, you forgot who you were talking to, but okay. <laughs> No, that's good as it relates to production and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like if the baby were to start crying, I yep. can pause the recording. Yep. Come right back to it. The same spot. Yes. Instead of having post-production edits. Yeah. See, I'm trying to make, 
a lot of these, I have noticed a lot of these different sites are realizing that everybody is using these sites for podcasting and everybody's life is different. So they're making it so much easier for people to be able to, because everybody's not good at editing. Everybody don't want to edit. Like right. everybody's not into that. I don't mind doing it. I actually enjoy it. That's one of the reasons I still have yet to like go to the live platform. It's just not for me. Plus, my timing is weird when it comes to when I record. So going live usually ain't that great of an idea. But it is what it is. But they make life as easy as possible, though. I did my first, like, true edit with my interview with King Germ. um, Because, you know, the baby came home from school. There was just a lot of things. and, And I had reached out to somebody trying to figure it out. But I did it on my own. And I was so excited. Mm-hmm. That was even that accomplishment. The, even the commercial and the intro and the outro and the fact that I'm start, starting to speak the lingo, I yeah. am really like getting into this. And I love being in Canva. I love the creation process. I love, I, I have a Dark Lord series. Um, it's my fantasy man, right? And so it's kind of like this character of a book that I'm creating. And so I can go in there and I can type in a prompt and I'm actually into AI, like considering jumping over to chat GPT, like I am so into this because I have really weird ideas and to be able to put them into something and then get to see them. Oh my gosh. It's life changing. I'm fighting it with every breath. I'm, I, I, I like the human aspect of things too much. I'm still fighting it. I, I do too. I do too. There has to be a balance. However, I have my Goddess to a Demon series too. You know, um, because of course I'm the hero of my own story. The Dark Lord is coming to get me. The fuck, you know. But I. <laughs> I even have like a setup now. Like I have, I'm waiting for, I got to get one more piece um, because I have a Mac and my monitors are Android. So I got to get the back, another HDMI back for the the Mac, whatever. Uh-huh. And then I have the Dark Lord over here on the background. And then over here, I'm going to have the character. I haven't named her yet, but she'll be over here. So then that way I'll be sitting between my two main characters all the time. And I know that sounds really wow. weird, but. I am super into this being my year. This is the year where I stop taking other people's bullshit. You know, I am no longer willing to accept bare minimum. And I do owe it a lot to these red pill rooms, you know, because when you you get to that point in life, you start enjoying life more. Real shit. I used to be that person that I gave a fuck what everybody thought. I cared how people felt about me. Like, that shit used to bother me. And then it was like, hold up, man. Y'all motherfuckers don't give a damn how I feel about y'all. Why the fuck am I sitting here stressing myself out trying to please all these motherfuckers? It's a lot of, it's a lot of personalities on this fucking planet. And when you get shit to the point where you try to please everybody's personality, who the fuck are you? Right. So I said to myself, fuck that. I'm me. Either fuck with me or you don't. I'm the resident asshole. 
And I'm the asshole just because I don't mind saying shit that everybody else was thinking. <laughs> that makes me an asshole? Cool. It is what the fuck it is. And here's a, a glimpse into the complexity that's me because I still care what people think about me. However, my feelings are my own. So I'm going to handle my own. I'm going to handle my own feelings. I'm going to handle my own emotions. However, please respect the fact that I don't give a flying fig Newton about you. And I need you to understand that it doesn't matter how much I want you to love me. I can just as easily not love you. It's just mm -hmm. that simple for me. It's a switch for Thanks. me. And so if you have done something that I feel violates me, I'm turning your switch off. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take time for you to get it back on. It's because I'm not one of those people that just close the door. Everybody has room to grow. Everybody has the room to accept what they've done wrong. So once I flipped your switch, I don't see you anymore. Until you everybody, everybody that knows me, especially personally, will tell you I cut motherfuckers off like it ain't nothing. I really don't give a fuck. Like it is right. what it is. I am not I am not allowing nobody into my space that I don't want in my space. If I get to the point where I'm not fucking with you, it is what the fuck it is. You typically when I get to that point, you did something that I felt. I can't fuck with you no more. And again, I've given you eight, nine, 10, 30, 300 chances. Once I get to that point, because you already know, once you give, the first time you give a person a chance, they feel like they can go a little bit further. Right. And then they only going to fuck you over as far as you allow them to fuck you over. They're only going to talk shit as far as you allow them to talk shit. So when I get right. to the point where I'm done hearing your shit, I'm not fucking with you, it's a wrap. You ain't got to worry about hearing from me. You ain't got to worry about speaking to me. I won't look your fucking way. I won't come in your spaces. None of that. Like, it is what the fuck it is. And I and it's not that I'm mad at you. Because I can still have love for you. I just don't fuck with you. Right. I can love you and just don't fuck with you. Like, Absolutely. it is what it is. Like, And I agree with that, too. And I think that's part of the whole adult process. Um. I don't need to have visceral for you. I don't need to dislike you. I just, I recognize that right now you're not good energy for me. And, all it is. you know, who's to say that we won't cross paths again later? And I am grown enough to say that that's a possibility. No, there's varying levels. Let's not be, you know, <laughs> let's not pretend that everybody gets a pass to come back in. Some people, I break your switch. Uh mm -hmm. That's dismantle the electric put a plate over it like it's done um that's far and few between though you know um as it relates to everything what is one thing that you've seen on since you've been here uh that you've seen a decline in as it relates to people as a whole red pill blue pill whatever where's the decline that you have seen uh, I feel like the bigger social media gets, the worse we become as people. I, and I, I truly do believe that. I think people depend too much. Everybody, this is one of those situations where I can pretty much say damn near everybody 
wakes up and grabs their phone, goes straight to TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Threads, fucking, uh, what do you call that shit? X. Everybody's jumping on some type of social media platform to find out everything that happened in the world that they missed while they were asleep. <laughs> they need to know these things. Our brains ain't programmed for this much shit. So Do when you know what I wake up and look for? What's that? To see if somebody thought of me, if I have some kind of message. It hasn't happened, but... It's one thing, a text message, a phone call, something like that. I That's appreciated. But a lot of these motherfuckers, our brains is not meant to hold but so much information. And you wake up first thing in the morning, you overload yourself with everybody's emotions and feelings every day. That shit is mentally draining. And people don't even realize how much they're draining themselves by doing that. You wake up and you got somebody so bored for the last 10 hours that every 15 minutes they had to post something. Oh, I woke up and I made a bowl of cereal. Next five minutes, the cereal wasn't that good. Five minutes later, I poured the cereal out and I made a sandwich instead. Five minutes later, oh, the sandwich was fucking delicious. Five minutes later, oh, now I'm thirsty. Why do I give a fuck about what happened to you? <laughs> like, why do you have to post every fucking three minutes? Now, you getting that from the 15,000 people that you have access to in your phone and you getting all that within an hour. At what point did you process your own feelings, your own thoughts, your own memories? At what point does their thoughts or their memories become yours? You know what? I, I'm actually surprised that such a profound thought came from Rock, but I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 do, I surprise people from time to time. God damn it. However, I actually in the morning is when I take the time to cry. I what, like purposely, like you just make yourself cry every morning. If, if the emotion is there, I allow it to come out and it's usually in the mornings. And it's usually, I equate it to, you know, how after Talk somebody, passes, uh, hold, on. hold on, so you wake up in the morning and you make yourself cry. What the I fuck? don't make myself. I don't make myself. So, um, if, if I'm sad or if there's some kind of heavy emotion, it's usually something that is happened in my dreams. And so if I okay. wake up and I'm just emotional, I allow it to happen. And so mm. I, and I do that in the morning and it's just, it's almost like a cup of coffee sometimes, you know, it's, wow. it's that release and it allows me to start my day. You guys have seen, if I don't have that release, you guys have seen, I will be emotional online. I don't have a problem with people seeing me cry. You know, yeah. I'm trying to reel that back in because people were taking advantage of it. And that's what people do. And I was being misrepresented. You know, I'm not weak. I probably could emotionally crush the lot of y'all because of how heavy I process my emotions. People only get to see a fraction of that. But there's never space given to people for that. Like I said, we hold them in their moments and then we vilify them and rake them over the coals. And 
we're just falling so far away from community. Community, humanity, and sanity, like all of that. People <laughs> have given all that. People have traded all of that. People are trading all of that for a social media presence. They'll like, sell their kids. People really put their whole, why does my social media, right? It's funny. It's funny. I got people, and it's weird. I always laugh when it happens. So people want me to show them pictures of my wife because mm -hmm. they, they have no clue what my wife looks like. And I don't post nothing personal ever on social media. Never. My social media is, is strictly for my podcast. If, if one day I wake up and I decide that I'm a retired podcaster, all my social media is getting shut down that day because I won't have a use for them no more. So people ask me, but they don't flat out say, hey, let me see a picture of your wife. They like try to hit around the question as if it's going to get me to show them a picture. Nah, slime, it's not happening. Right. Because it's not that deep. I'm not letting you lie, you motherfuckers in that fault. False. Right. <laughs> I've embraced the saying, my page is public, not my life. Mm -hmm. And so it it leads, it creates a conundrum for me because my platform is vulnerability and openness. And however, with given the permission that I've been recently given through amazing means, I have open chapters. I am no longer an open book. So anything as it pertains to my life today, personally, I can talk to you about my personal situation as it relates to the struggles I'm currently going through. However, my my romantic ideas, that that's really not anything that needs to be discussed because that's nobody's business. So mm -hmm. I can be married. I can be taken. I could be single. I can be whatever I am. And it doesn't matter. Respect me as a woman. And don't feel that you have the authority to talk to me any kind of way just because you're a man. That's a fact. That's and that's just kind of what I'm putting out there now. You know, I know what I want. I know exactly what I'm working towards. Is it going to change? Absolutely. Not the goal. Just the parameters the on how I get there. Yeah, the path on how you get there might change, but the goal is still the same. Right. And so right now, I need to be in my demonia stage. You know, um, I got a little evil in me, and I'm okay about that. I'm going to make some people mad because compassion is not about kissing your backside. I'm not here to make you feel better. I'm here to speak truth. Unfortunately, my truth is going to come from a different perspective than you're used to hearing it come from. That's how you grow. Take what you want and leave the rest. That's <laughs> a fact. Right. Maybe you'll get over yourself. And if you don't, you'll get over that too. Right. That's how I see it. Like, that's my, that is literally my motto. You will get over it. And if you don't get over that, you'll get over that too. It is what the fuck it is. Like, right. People got to understand that everything ain't for everybody. Some of y'all got to relax. Stop thinking that you're supposed to have access to everybody. 
Everybody don't believe in that. It's just social media. It's supposed right. to be fun. A lot of people have sucked the fun out of social media. And everybody don't give a fuck about what's happening to you every fucking five minutes. Put your phone down. Shit. I had to come to grips with that, that nobody gives, nobody cares. Um, because there's moments where you really need people to care. You know, there's, and it's not that you're wanting them to financially cover you. It's just, hey, I'm here on this planet. And I'm feeling like I, I'm invisible and I need somebody to see me. Mm-hmm. Please, somebody see me. Just let me know that I exist and that I serve purpose. And I think that's one of the reasons I was looking for those messages when I would wake up. Because, yes, I have children. I have purpose. I just want to be included in somebody else's. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just, it's a balance. <laughs> it's crazy because, like, it's times where I'll just, like, I'm one of them people, if, if, I, if you pop in my head, depending on what I'm doing, I might try to hit you up later. If I'm not busy, I'm gonna hit you up right now. So when I think about people, I text them or send them an inbox or something. And there's so many times people are like, yo, you don't even realize how much I actually just needed that text. And it ain't one of those like, oh, hey, I need you to do something. It'll literally be like, yo, what's up with you? You'll be like, nah, I'm chilling. All right, well, I'm checking up on you. Is everything okay? Like, not like, don't just tell me you're chilling. Is you good? Like, how's your mentals? How you feeling? Like. Everything all right. You got something you need to vent about. I got time today. You know what I mean? Like, and that shit to some people, that shit really be like, like people really respond back, like, yo, you really don't realize how much I appreciate this fucking text. Like, I just that's all I needed right here in this fucking moment. Like, I don't even got nothing to say, but I appreciate it. Like the fact that you even did that. People don't understand. Sometimes other people need that too. It ain't just you that need that. So while you're getting on social media looking for your attention, it's somebody else that's looking for that actual attention from you. You know, sometimes the conversations lead us into territory that comes a little too close to home. Um, I, I've spent the last month not being asked if I was okay. Wow. Knowing I was going through one of the most difficult times for myself as I came out of survivor mode, um, you know, trying to navigate this world by myself. And it's really humbling, you know, to recognize that not one single person picked up a phone to say, hey, are you okay? And you just have to keep going, right? I can't hold everybody responsible for not checking on me. That's not their job. So my feelings of feeling invisible are mine to process. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's days that you just can't. And the most you can do is get up and get out of bed. And we need to allow people to talk about that without being judged all the time. It won't happen, but we need to. Life, life is not Planet Fitness. This is not life. a judge free zone. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, that leads us to <laughs> the goddess seat. My opportunity to try to make a black man blush. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo. I, you know, without any hesitation that I absolutely adore you, Raw. Um, I mean, the way you champion for me is, is a testimony of friendship. You know, um, when we did these, this world record um, event this last weekend, it was you I was texting as I was trying to process through my hurt feelings and emotions. Um, because I needed your tough love, like, you know, get that over it. You know, this is just how life is. Granted, you said it with a little bit more cooth. However, <laughs> you know, you really do champion your friends and we champion you too. I mean, as soon as you enter the, the comments, we are like, F you raw, you know, mm -hmm. and it's almost our way of saying, I love you because if we're not mm. cussing you out, there's a problem. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. That <laughs> is so, that's definitely a fact. I just want to thank you. Um, this last year has been really hard for me. And I know that we kind of fell away for just a little bit as I went through my path, but I always mm -hmm. knew you were there if I needed you. And then in one moment, I think I posted something and you even jumped in the box and you're like, yo, I ain't seen you for a minute. You good? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's really important. And we need more people like you. So I just wanted to take a moment and tell you how much I appreciate you and I adore you. And I thank you so much for believing in me and, you know, including me in your, your, group of misfits <laughs> <laughs> listen i've been a misfit my whole life so it takes one to know one right absolutely <laughs> so now that we have done that why don't you let everybody know where they can find you Ralph? uh you can find me all on the table i'm on all streaming platforms i'm on youtube um so right now I'm doing something, as she said, my, my show is literally a little bit of everything. My shit is all over the place. Whatever I'm thinking about, I want to do it. That's just me. So what I'm doing is I'm calling it uh, Peeling the Onion. I'm calling it Peeling the Onion because I feel like at some point, even if it's not on camera, somebody's going to cry. It's going to happen. It's a roast battle competition. Between oh. 16 people, your mama jokes, roasting, it's going to be a little bit of everything. Everybody in the first round know who they battling, but they have no clue what each round will consist of because I have not told them that part yet. I got to keep some type of mystery, if you will. <laughs> are you going uh, to do, like, do it like a battle, like a, um, like a so, rap battle? Like, you know how they, like, with Eminem and 8 Mile, where they go and they do their... So how it's going to be, we starting out with 16 people. Every week, um, I'm going to show... Every week is going to be two battles. The way we're doing it is this. The judges vote and the audience participation votes count as well. So every Thursday, 12 noon, starting... Whatever this Thursday is, I don't fucking know. But actually, by the time this come out, we'll be a couple weeks in. 
So <laughs> it is what it is at that point. But uh, Thursday noon Eastern, um, you could chime in for one week. I'm a, I'm leaving the video for one week to let the fans vote as well to see who's the winner. It's going to be a bracket challenge type situation. Uh, one round, one knockout. It's like the playoffs. You only got one. It's a football playoffs. You got one chance to show up. So a lot of these folks, they will need y'all votes um, because it's they need your votes. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope as shit. Like I got some stand up comedians, I got some regular people, I got some podcasters, I even got a flan. It is what it is. Like this shit is gonna be crazy. Make sure y'all tune in. Like if you know me. I like to talk shit, so I like to have shit talkers around me so you can imagine the type of people that's going to be in this battle. It's going to be dope. Just make sure y'all check it out. It will be on all streaming platforms, but if you want to vote, you have to go to YouTube and cast your vote on the YouTube video for that specific person that you feel like won the whole, the whole battle, not just per round. The judges are judging per round. The audience is judging per battle. Okay. So make sure y'all check it out. Shit's definitely going to be crazy. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. And again, I just want to thank you, Ra, for joining me. And definitely anytime, all the time. <laughs> to everybody at home, make sure you're following me on all platforms. I am on TikTok. I am on Instagram and I am on Swell. Swell is a place where you can just rant for five minutes or you can share your ideas. Basically, it's a mini podcast without all the fanfare. So hmm. look for me on Swell under Goddess to a Demon as well. You know, you never know what's on my mind. You never know who's made me mad. It's it's a whole trip. However, make sure you follow me. To everybody watching, thank you so much for waking up today. I love you. Yes. It's easy. <laughs> Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do.